0: You want to talk about a hump day? This is the ultimate hump day. Hump day. Albie, can I get it, please? Hump day. Wow. Go. Get your ass up out of bed. <laughs> yeah. oh, that is the truth, too. What's going on? Welcome to the jungle. My name is Jim Rome. A very good hump day to you, and we've got a lot to get over to get through this hump day. I've got so much show for you, so let's get right at it. I have three interviews today. We normally do not do that, so that means we got a lot to get done. Three interviews, but let me start you off with a telephone number because a lot of breaking news. Lots of really interesting, confusing, wacky, goofy things going on. So jump up in here, 1-800-636-8686. It is toll-free. You know our process. You call the program, either Tommy will pick up, Jack Savage will pick up, they will ask you what you want to talk about. You give them a good answer. We jump you right to the front. 1-800-636-8686. If you prefer to take part on social, that works too. Hit me up on the X at Jim Rome. And yes, you can still email me at Rome, R-O-M-E, at Habitatake.com. All right, so in terms of the interviews, big interviews, coming up at 940, the head basketball coach of the top-ranked Yukon Huskies, Dan Hurley. The defending champs, Dan Hurley back in, 940. Second hour is open. Third hour, Rick Carlisle is back. Alex Anzalone is back. So we've got all of that. We've got an ATP. I've got a Jim Rohn podcast to push out after the program with KJ Wright. That's going to be good. You know how I know? I've already done it. So we got a lot to get done on this Wednesday. That's right. So it's a hump day. Once again, hit me up, one 636 8686 Now, I literally can't believe this. I can't believe it, but you know what I want to do? I want to start with some thoughts on the association yet again. I want to talk association again today. And not just talk about it, but lead with it. Because I've got to give it up to the association. It's having one hell of an entertaining week. Even though it's January, even though we're in the heart of of the NFL playoffs. Hell, it's championship weekend. Most years, the NBA has a really tough time breaking through in January, but not this year, not this week. So, let me just get the obvious out of the way. Let me start right here and say this for you. If you're getting ready for work right now, you're probably not Adrian Griffin. If you're getting
1: ready for work right now, then you're probably not. Adrian Doug. Griffin. If you're getting ready for work right now, then you're probably not. Adrian Griffin. If you're getting ready for work right now, then you're probably not. Adrian
0: Griffin. Adrian Griffin. Adrian Griffin. Not looking to pile on, but if you're getting ready for Doug work right now, you're probably not. Adrian Griffin. for work right now, then you're getting probably not. Now, you're getting ready for work Safe to say. You're You're getting. You're getting. You're getting. You're getting. Alvy, that's safe to say because that dude is definitely out. You know how I know he's not getting ready for work right now? It's because he is definitely out, his head coach of the Milwaukee Bucks, even though he's only 43 games into his head coaching career, even though he was 30 and 13 in those 43 games. None of that matters now because he is gone. What was hard to say earlier this morning – is exactly who actually was getting ready for work as the head coach of the Bucks. That was tough. It kind of depended on who and what you believed. But, as you all probably heard by now, the answer is Doc Rivers. And we know for sure it's Doc Rivers because Woj said so about a half hour ago. Not because of whatever went down between TNT and CNN last night, which just confused the hell out of everybody. It all started when they claimed to have had the big scoop on the NBA on TNT show.
2: Okay, are we ready for breaking news? Um, We have news in from CNN. They are reporting from CNN Sports Sports that Doc Rivers has accepted the Milwaukee Bucks head coaching position.
0: I love, love Jamal Crawford immediately jumping in. Before they can even get it out with from CNN? From CNN Sports. From CNN Sports. CNN Sports? Rivers- <laughs> I mean, that was my exact reaction. From CNN? From CNN Sports. CNN, from CNN Sports. Sports. Wow. Like, that's a thing? That's a thing? From CNN Sports. From CNN Sports. Jay Crossover just got crossed up, but so did we all. From CNN Sports. CNN Sports scooped Woj? From Seriously? From CNN? Le- like, like like, CNN Sports is a thing? From CNN Sports. From CNN Sports. So I'm following that last night trying to figure out exactly what the hell is going on. I was like, Jay Crossover. What the hell is going on? From CNN I mean, Sports. does Doc From work CNN for Sports. CNN Sports? I thought that Doc worked for ESPN. Or, Or did Nick Charles, Dan Patrick... Nick Cellini, and Van Earl Wright all put the band back together to break that story. What is CNN Sports? And how the hell could they possibly know something that my guy Woj didn't know? And here's the other thing about CNN Sports. It wasn't just weird that they exist, and nobody knows they exist, and that they would have that scoop. It was also weird that there was no evidence at the time of CNN reporting this anywhere else. Like, not on their channel, not on their website, not on their social media. And it was also pretty strange that even after TNT said it was a done deal, their own reporter, Chris Haynes, reported that it was not a done deal. This tweet dropped almost an hour after that announcement on Inside the NBA. At Crispy Haynes, quote, Milwaukee Bucks and Doc Rivers continue to work towards a deal that will make him the franchise's next head coach, but there is no agreement in place as of now, league sources tell at NBA on TNT, at Report. So again, the dude that works for Turner Sports says that there is no deal. But on the TNT show, the big show, they said there was a deal, and they cited CNN Sports. Weird.
2: From CNN Sports. Awkward. Awkward.
0: Whole thing was just crazy. I mean, I guess at that point it was one of those things where the fans just kind of decide for themselves, right? It's like you choose your own adventure news. Turn to page 23 for Doc Rivers. For anybody else, turn to page 44. If you just found out that CNN Sports is a thing, turn to page 72. Eventually, a story did appear on the CNN website. And an ex-post did go up to go along with it. It just had no author. No reporter ever stepped up to take credit for the reporting or the scoop. They just wanted us to believe that CNN Sports, even though none of us knew that CNN Sports existed until last night, had that story. CNN Sports was like, trust me, bro. Trust me, bro.
1: From CNN (laughs) And
0: by the way, the funny thing is, they weren't wrong. Whoever the hell they are. They weren't wrong, whoever the hell they are and whatever the hell they are. But thankfully, Woj cleared up all the confusion this morning at Woj ESPN, posted, quote, Breaking. Doc Rivers is finalizing an agreement to become the next coach of the Milwaukee Bucks, sources tell ESPN. The Bucks are getting the coach they targeted over the past 24 hours. Well, thanks for that, Woj. We needed that because... The goofiness and silliness had gone on way too long, considering the writing was clearly on the wall. The writing could have been couldn't have been more all over the wall. It was spray painted on the wall that Doc was going to be the next head coach of the Bucks. And I got to say, frankly, that doesn't fire me up. In fact, frankly, I actually hate it. Good, Rome, give us your take. Enough about CNN Sports. All right, fine. Don't get this twisted. I'm not mad at the Bucks for making a move here. In fact, I respect the hell out of it. I respect it because they're in it to win it. They're serious about winning it all right now. I respect the fact that they're in this championship window. And they're doing everything they can to rip another strap. Didn't I say earlier this week that not every single owner or every single team is in it to win it? They're not. Every single owner is in it to make money, but not every single owner is in it to win it because it's expensive. Some are. Clearly, the Bucs are. Other teams, not so much so. No names mentioned. The Dallas Cowboys. Yes, the Bucs are second in the East right now, but they clearly did not think that they had enough to win it all or they didn't have the right guy in the right place to lead them to another strap. And easy to see why, right? They don't like the way they're defending. They didn't bring Dame in to lose in the second round once again. So they made a decisive, bold move in the interest of winning. And not just regular season games, not some stupid in-season Ears Invitational, but the actual Larry O. It could not be any more clear that the Bucks are in it to win it and do so right now. And I'm about it. I couldn't respect it any more than I do. I love it. I love it. But Doc Rivers? All right, here's the disconnect, right? They need somebody to get them over the hump. And they're hiring Doc Rivers. I mean, Doc Rivers? That's who you're turning to, Milwaukee? You're showing that you're now the Dallas Cowboys of the NBA by essentially hiring a basketball big Mike McCarthy. You know, a dude still coasting on that one championship from well over a decade ago. You know, a guy who's also famous for collapsing in the postseason. Again, I don't want to see guys get fired. I'm not here to dance on anybody's grave. But I've got no problem with you firing Adrian Griffin. You made a mistake. You admitted it. You're moving on. You're tying it off. And you want to make sure you still win it all this year. I get that. But you're going to fire that guy? to get to Doc Rivers, that's even more unbelievable than the existence of CNN Sports. Like, you ran Coach Bud, the guy who brought you your first Lario in 50 years, to get to Griffin, who you fired after 43 games, to wind up with Doc Rivers? A.K.A. the dude that the Sixers could not wait to move on from and couldn't be happier to get rid of. Again, I'm not looking to pile on, but this makes no sense for a team that's trying to win it all, trying to win in the playoffs, considering no head coach is better at losing in the playoffs ever, literally than Doc Rivers. Do I have to run down these numbers again? The man has lost 10 game sevens. Do you know how hard that is to do? He's lost 10 game sevens in his career. He has blown seven, not not six, not not seven, not eight, not nine, 10 game sevens. He's blown seven 3-2 series leads in his career. He's blown three 3-1 series leads. He has lost an NBA record 32 series closeout games. Never forget Phil Jackson told us that this dude knows how to lose in the fourth quarter.
1: Let's listen to Phil Jackson on the last huddle. This team has lost more games in the fourth quarter than anybody in the NBA.
0: They know how to lose in the fourth quarter. All right? They're just showing us that right now. Philip, what an amazing thing that is to say to a team in a huddle. This team knows how to lose. The ones we're playing. Phillip. This team knows how to lose in the fourth quarter, and they're showing us right now. That really was one of Phillip's finer moments. Phillip. You know, essentially what we're saying here is Doc is the kind of coach that is good enough to get you into the postseason, get you a 3-1 series lead or a 3-2 series lead, but he's not good enough to actually win those series. So, it's a really strange hire for a team that is trying to show that they're incredibly serious about winning in those very scenarios, right? What I'm saying is, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. It's happening, you guys. It's happening. It's happening. They're hiring Doc. It doesn't make any sense. You guys. It doesn't make any sense. That is like the dumbest thing I've ever heard. There'll never be another oil shortage in Milwaukee. It doesn't make any sense. Listen, here's the real kicker. Or should I say the kick on the stick for Adrian Griffin. Doc was brought in to consult and advise Griffin during the season. Remember, Terry Stotts just mysteriously up and quit in the preseason. That wasn't a good sign, by the way. Your most senior guy, your most veteran guy, the guy who's there because he coached Dame and could work with a first-year head coach. And this guy just up and leaves? Not a good sign. So they bring in Doc to advise Griffin. They brought the Bucks, according to reports, reached out to Doc so he could offer some veteran guidance to their first-year head coach. Which begs the question, exactly what kind of advice did did he give him? Did he tell him, hey, you know what, you know what, A.G.? Take one of the better defensive teams in the league, turn it into one of the worst defensive teams in the league. Did he advise Griffin, make sure you do not utilize Dame properly? And whatever you do, definitely do not figure out how he and Giannis can play together. Do those things get yourself fired, and then I'll get your job. That's my advice to you, AG. I I mean, again, I don't want to say sketchy, but weird, awkward. The guy they brought in to advise the guy is getting the guy's job. Listen, again, from a Bucks perspective, I get what they're doing. I like what they're doing until we get to that doc thing. And I respect it. They're trying to maximize Giannis while they have him. They're trying to win the hell right now. That's why Dame is here. That's why Adrian had to go. I get it. It's called legitimate championship urgency. You want that. You want that from your team. I get that. I just don't get Doc. I don't get that. And I'm not here to bury you either, Adrian. I'm here to lift you up. Always remember, in tough, tough moments like this, There actually is no failure in sports, just steps to success. There's no failure in sports. You know, the guy who talked about how they were failing miserably defensively. (laughs) But Giannis would tell you that. So you actually didn't fail, my dude. You just took a step to success. There's no failure in sports. A step to success somewhere else besides Milwaukee. I don't know, looking back, A.G., maybe he should have tried harder to get Giannis that game ball back in Indiana. You know what they say. With advisors like that, who needs enemies? I would even say that if you turn the volume down, if you turn the noise down, and you turn the volume down on everything around you, listen. Listen. Listen very carefully. Ears himself doesn't need to turn the volume down, but... The rest of you do. Listen very closely. Shh, shh, quiet. You can hear Nick Nurse in Philadelphia and Eric Spoelstra in Miami laughing in their respective offices. (laughs) (laughs) The association, yo. How about that? Two days in a row, right in the heat of all the NFL. Championship weekend. And I leave with the NBA NBA, two days in a row. Wild. Hey, coaching is a thankless job, yo. It is ruthless. <laughs> Why is that funny? No, I meant that seriously, Alvin. It is ruthless. 43 games in, this dude's gone. But again, they made a mistake. They admitted their mistake.
1: Whether you like it or not. They're trying to tie it off.
0: Do. But Doc? Doc? To get you over the hump? <laughs> Speaking of getting people over the hump. Well, one, happy hump day. Two, Bills Mafia, are you feeling any better 48 hours out? I know it's got to sting. I know it's got to hurt. But when you see Sean McDermott say, hey, you know what? We're doing a lot of winning around here. We're doing a lot of winning around here. We just need some tweaks. Is that the answer you're looking for? 1-800-636-8686. Let me see some reaction quickly before I go to break. And again... Big day today. Dan Hurley at 940. Rick Carlisle at 11 o'clock. Alex Anzalone at 1140. Hey, Mark in Hollywood's in. Quote, Unfortunately, my gateway browser is still waiting to download the CNN sports article. People in my house keep picking up the damn phone. Carl and Prescott. They should put... The CNN Sports Band, back together. Signed HLN. I mean, apparently the band is back together. Or they've got some new alt band. From CNN Sports. From CNN Sports. I didn't even know it was a thing. But but again, in defense of CNN Sports, whatever the hell it is, they did have it. Come to find out they had it. We just didn't know they existed. At Cujo Knows. Doc Rivers to the Milwaukee Bucks is a done deal. Signed Marcus Allen, CNN Sports. At NY Delight. Doc has nine lives off that one championship with those three Hall of Famers. Incredible. NY Delight's all about the ring. June West, LA. Adrian Griffin's tenure. Was shockingly short. Thanks. Wyatt Ferber? Come on with that, dude. Wow. Totally uncalled for. Totally. Ferber's a pro. (laughs) True. Come on, dude. It's got to get better, right? Let's see. Rome Slice. Jesus Christ, Griffin. Regards, Doc. When AG got canned, yeah. Jesus Christ <laughs> Jackson. Chee off in Lincoln. Hey Rome, I like the move. I like the move to hire Doc Rivers as coach, not for straps, but for barrels. You know, of oil. Best the BIC. Eric in Castle Rock. That was the BIC's first ever phone call to the show. We should have known right then and there, when he made that call to the show for the very first time, yeah, that he was going to be for a force bit. to be reckoned with. I want to
2: talk about Kobe or KG or PP. I only want to talk about the abundance of oil on Doc Rivers' nose and forehead. Clowns. Hey, Doc, you're not supposed to sweat more than your players when all you do for 48 minutes is sit on the sidelines yelling out, That's a foul! Romy, be honest. Have you ever seen a face that oily before? I mean, it's no wonder oil's trading at $133 a barrel. Doc's been hoarding it all on his face for the past two months. George Bush wants to send troops to occupy Doc Rivers' nose. Hey, when this thing's all over, Romy, and the Lakers win the championship in seven, lose tonight by 20, maybe we could get a team of scientists to quarantine Mr. Rivers and determine how I can power my car from what comes off Doc's face every game. War Lakers in seven, war Phil Jackson playing all of the uncircumcised Euros in his lineup at the same time. Ah!
0: <laughs> I, I'd love to know, and I don't remember. That was the BIC, the greatest caller in the history of this show, making his first ever call in two thousand eight and getting run. I would love to know what I was thinking in that moment, like who is this cat? This this is wild. Of course, in 2008, it wasn't as wild as it would be in 2023 if somebody came in and did that. In 2008, that was just a Wednesday, probably. But still, as a first ever call, that was something else. George Bush was sending in troops to occupy Doc's nose and forehead. Clowns. To protect the oil. Anyway. Yeah. Hey, Bucks Christ, fans, what he come out? I mean. Where do you come out? What is your reaction to the firing of Griffin? What is your reaction to the hiring of Doc Rivers? Is this guy the guy to make a difference? Obviously, they think so. Obviously, their star players are all right with this because they're not doing that unless they've got their buy-in. Problem is, how do you get around those numbers? (laughs) Those numbers are incredible. All right, we'll take a short time out. You know the drill. Hit me up. Phone lines are open. 1-800-636-8686. So why don't we talk for a minute about the greatest beef jerky ever. Old Trapper beef jerky. What makes it the greatest beef jerky ever? Just my saying so or the fact that it just is? That, well actually both, but that. There is something to be said for a family business which stands by quality and does produce the world's finest beef jerky. Do not be fooled by other brands. Like, there's a sense that all beef jerky is the same. Like, it's kind of a generic concept. Beef jerky is beef jerky. Uh-uh. No, it's not. Make sure you choose the right one. Make sure you choose Old Trapper. Make sure you choose the beef jerky that you can see right through their iconic Clearview packages. If you do not see it, ask for Old Trapper by name because no other jerky compares. This is what I'm trying to tell you. Old Trapper, what's your beef? You're listening to the Jim Rome show.
1: You're in a 4 minute break.
0: Some quick reaction at Romy's My Homie writes. I also just need quote some tweaks. Signed Methlene. In fact, where is Meth Like, I want her to call because I want to know that she's all good. But I also don't really want her to call for, well, obvious reasons. Here's another one. Jim, where the hell is that fat gnome? No. Fat? Where the hell is that fat gnome bitch in Buffalo? Urgh, Rick in Buffalo. He's not a real jungle legend if he's not calling within the 48-hour time frame. Dom in Erie. I don't know, Dom. I don't know exactly where he is, but I've got a pretty good idea. This might blow you away. You ready? You're sitting down. Rick is employed. Rick has a job. Maybe that prevents him from calling. It's my sense that Rick only calls on national holidays because school was not in session. He can't just drop everything to come in and do what he does. I wish he would, but he can't.
1: Who loves you, baby? And I
0: understand. He's got a job. I don't think, and I'm not here to defend the guy. He can do that himself. He's angry as hell. But I've got a feeling that he's not hiding. What, you think he doesn't have an opinion? He was one of the first ones to say, Sean McDermott has to go. Rick's not hiding. I think he's employed. I think he's busy. So I don't think that's the case, if that's what you're saying. Let's quickly get a phone call in here. I've got Dan Hurley coming up at 940, but I've got time for this. Let's go to Green Bay. Matt in Green Bay. Matt, what's up? How are you? Good
2: morning, Jim. How are you?
0: Good, good. Matt, what's up? Um,
2: just tuned into your show this morning and that was the uh, first I was hearing about Doc Rivers and instantly overcome with uh, a feeling of anticipation and excitement. Tell me, you like that hire? Yeah, I do. I mean, now that we don't, I've got the Packers to think about, might as well uh, focus on the books.
0: Why Doc though? Why are you excited about Doc?
2: Uh, you just like one of those household names. Like, I'm, I'm not too big of a basketball fan overall, but being in Wisconsin, you got to follow the Bucks, and I've heard Doc Rivers for decades now and don't really disrespect him at all.
0: All right, I got you. Appreciate that, Matt. Thanks. You're right. You're not really a basketball fan at all. Or you didn't listen to what I said. Clowns. I ran down the numbers, all right? Again, this was not, this was not rocket science this take. Milwaukee is on the very short list of teams. They can win it all right now. They're all in. All in. That's why they made that deal for Damian Lillard. As you point out, Matt, you're not a big basketball fan. I don't know if you know Dame. That was a big freaking swing. They're all in. They need somebody who can get them over the hump. Doc is known for for a couple of things, winning one ring 16 years ago and coming up short time and time and time and time again when they're close, including the last playoffs. And by the way, the Sixers are coming out of it, and they're looking pretty damn good with their new head coach, Nick Nurse. They don't want Doc back. They don't miss Doc. You know what you just said? You just said, oh, I'm I'm fired up. I've, been, I've heard him for decades. What, so you know him as a broadcaster? It, look, believe me, Doc's a really good broadcaster. Doc is a really likable guy. He is a household name. He is. But you know what else he's known for? Blowing game sevens. Blowing 3-1 series leads. Blowing 3-2 series leads. Not finishing.
1: They know how to lose.
0: I mean, <laughs> no offense, my guy. But you just said, well, the Packers season is done, and I've heard of Doc Rivers, so I'm into this. Oh. All right. I've looked a little deeper into this, but okay. Let me not talk you out of your enthusiasm. You sounded pretty enthusiastic. All right, when we come back. Hey, Bucks fans, what do you think? I mean, you're right there. You have Giannis. You have Dame. You've got a championship-caliber roster. They can't defend anybody suddenly. Is Doc the guy to write this ship and do it quickly? And why do you think that he can do for you what he couldn't do anywhere else except that one time in Boston? Dan Hurley is next. Right now, here's a sports update. Here's Andrew Bogish.
2: Live from Southern California...
0: This is the Jim Rome Show on CBS Sports Radio. So that guy's not wrong. It's like this. I appreciate anybody who thinks it's worth their time to come on the program. I appreciate every single guest we have. Now, if I'm being real and I'm being transparent, there are a few guests every single year that I'm especially hyped for and fired up for, and this guy would satisfy that requirement. We are joined right now by the head basketball coach, Ed UConn. He is in his sixth season there. He led them, of course, to their fifth NCAA championship last year. UConn, picking up right where they left off. They're 17-2. and They're 7-1 in Big East play. They're ranked number one in the AP poll for the second straight week. They'll take on Xavier in Hartford on Sunday. Of course, I'm talking about Dan Hurley. Dan, appreciate you coming back on so much. How you doing, Dan? How are things?
1: Jim, great, man. It sounds like we're doing pretty
0: good. Sounds like you're doing great, actually. In fact, I'll say it even if you won't. In fact, what would you say? Like, you and I, we haven't spoke since you won that natty. So bring me up to date. How do you feel about this group, and how do you feel about the way they're playing at this stage of the season?
1: Yeah, I really like the group. You know, I really like the group. And, uh, you know, I don't don't know that you necessarily... You know, I loved last year's group by by the end of it, because... yeah, you know, when you experience what we experienced together in March and April, you know, the, the really life turns to love, but um, yeah, I mean, listen to the last season and a half, uh, you know, last year we win the, you know, we win the Natty and, and this year, you know, midway through the season, you know, dealing with some adversity, you know, losing one of the most impactful players in the country and in, in Donovan, you know, Klingon, Klingon, um, you know, we're number one in the country. So, you know, for the last, a year and a half in college basketball we've we 've done it better than everyone else um, you know but we still uh you know we we got a half a season to play here, and at the end of this year, we want to be able to look at ourselves and say you know, we 've been the best program in the country the last two years.
0: yeah by the way, you have done it better than everybody else for the last year and a half. Listen, I know you 're locked, and I know you 're looking forward and not back, but i want to ask you, I want to ask you one thing because i 've asked this almost of everybody who 's ever won that natty. And again, it's not about you, it's about the players, it's about the staff. But when you spend your entire life working and you're singularly focused on that one goal and you get it, how long does it take to sink in? And did it feel the way you thought it would?
1: Yeah, you know, it it did. It it just didn't last. Um, You know, the the feeling was was incredible, uh, especially for me where, you know, my, my playing career, especially at the college level, um... You know, it was unfulfilling, and and, and, and um, yeah. so now I've I've found myself as a coach like I'm like overpouring like I've over poured into the coaching thing because I know as a player I, I kind of let myself down in terms of what I accomplished. So um, yeah, man, it uh, it didn't last as long as I, I thought it would. Um, but then on the flip side, like when you do have a, a, a bad loss or you take a loss, like we've taken two this year. Um, you know, when you do walk past the championship banner, um, I think you recover faster, uh, knowing that uh, you got some championship DNA in you.
0: Hey Dan, I think it's really interesting what you just said, that as a player, I felt like I let myself down. Like, I'm looking at you, and we all change, we all grow, we all evolve. But, my guy, you are relentless. You are relentless. Did you let yourself down as a player, or maybe were the situations just not right? Like, why do you feel like you let yourself down?
1: Yeah, just the, um, I know my commitment level now. I, I know, um, you know, what I do on a daily basis to, uh, to to be absolutely sure that I'm operating at my absolute best level, uh, my sharpest uh, in terms of the way I think, my energy level, um, you know, my ability to, to adjust on the fly the things that we're doing. Um, I just make a total commitment to be in the absolute, you know, best leader and best coach that I can be. And every single day I'm trying to get better in both ways. And that's not the approach I took in college. Uh, I hung out too much, um, you know, and I kind of let that that part of, of, uh, you know, that important part of my life uh, not be as good as it could have been, as successful as it could have been. And that shit, you know, it, it haunts me a little bit.
0: Dan Hurley joining us. I, I can't even tell you how real that is and how much I appreciate that response, right? I mean, first of all, when we're in college, we all do things that we regret. We're, you know, we're dumb. We're young. But that point that you just made, Dan, about how n- now it's different. Now I'm so locked. Now I'm doing everything I can to make sure that I have the right energy, the right ability to think, the right ability to process and make decisions on the fly. I'm so fascinated by that because that's what I want. I think about the same things. What are the types of things that you do to ensure that your energy Energy level and your ability to think and process are at elite levels on a daily basis.
1: Yeah, man. Uh, you know, Romy, I go to uh, I, I go to bed at night. Um, you know, I do get the you know the, the sugar calls me. You know, that's probably my one dice, man. Is like yes, the ice cream dude. and cookies and shit. Right. Uh, I know. <laughs> it calls me too, man. I'm sorry to interrupt you, Dan. Right? That's who my old man. My old man. I, I, my dad, man. He was like the cookie monster back in the day. You know, like I, it's definitely a a trait passed down, but you know, I go to sleep. I, you know, I'm, uh, I go to sleep early. I get a good night's sleep. I'm up, you know, I'm, I'm uh, you know, my, my habits, I'm habitual with my, my prayer and my meditation and my journaling, my exercise, my diet, um, you know, what I'm reading. Um, and then just my studying of, uh, you know, my studying of the game of basketball, the studying of, of great leaders um, so that uh, I can maximize, you know, this time of my life and uh, and be at my best.
0: Yes, that's it, man. You nailed it. That's exactly what it is. You're all in. You know the opportunity in front of you. You appreciate the opportunity, and you're not going to leave any stone unturned. You're not going to have any regrets. You get it. Listen, you said something, Dan Hurley, my guest, you said something I thought was great. Like, when you're number one at this time of year, a lot of coaches are quick to say, it doesn't matter if you're ranked number one right now. It's where you're ranked at the end of the year. That's not what you said. You said, quote, I want my team. Our mentality should be quote. It's like carrying around a belt. Somebody should have to pry it out of our lifeless body and our dead hands. End of quote. Man, I absolutely love that. Why is it so important that your guys defend a midseason top ranking with that kind of ferocity?
1: Yeah, I think you're um, you're going into the ring, man. You're you're you know you're, you're you're Mike Tyson. You're Larry Holmes. You're John Bones Jones, and and you're, you're preparing yourself. Um, you know, for what it's going to feel like in March. Like, you don't think there's there's pressure to play in March where, you know, like, you know, what one bad night and it's over. Like, you need to, you know, practice and, and prepare in an intensity where, where we're trying to, like, defend something right now, like a belt. And, like, somebody's going to have to kill us to take it. Um, You know, and I think that's that's the mentality that happens in, in March, and uh, I think if you start embracing that pressure right now, you'll be able to handle the March pressure a lot better.
0: Hmm. Dan Hurley is joining us. Let me ask you, like, there, there's one more thing, another quote. You said that you want the program to, quote, function almost like a cult. I don't want people to misrepresent that or to get that twisted. That's interesting. What do you mean by that?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's not political or, you know, or, or weird. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, no, it's like uh,
1: you know, listen, in in um, you look at the best teams in college basketball this year. They they're all programs that um ha- have returned a lot of core players, right? And they have a culture. You look at Purdue, you know there's a culture there. You you look at you look at UConn, there's a culture there. Carolina, they returned several players. There's a culture there with UGA. You know, in, the, in this era of NIL and portal and and, and mercenary, mercenary, uh, you know, uh, you know, team architecture. Um, you know, culture is still king, and um, I think it's even more important in, in today's sports wor- world, in college, that you are brainwashing your, your your players, your student athletes, your team into not being selfish and into not being me um you know because it's, everything is is against having a strong culture uh with player empowerment and everything that's going on uh and I want all of our behaviors habits mindset I want us all to be finishing each other's uh sentences and thinking the exact same things um, you know that 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 with talent makes a team that's uh, almost impossible to beat.
0: Dan Hurley joining us. So one last thought: you got to share that natty with your son Andrew, who's in his senior season. <laughs> Since basketball is the family business, with both your father's legendary coaching career, your brother Bobby, who's a coach at Arizona State, had a great playing career. You played, your coach. What's it like to have Andrew carry on that hoops heritage with you?
1: It's been amazing. Uh, you know, Jim. The, 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 um, I mean, he, he's gotten me through, uh, you know, just like so many, so many things along the way. I mean, I, I, uh, um, you know, during, uh, I would say we, we had a situation last year at, at, at the Xavier game on the road where it was a first loss of the year. And, and, uh, you know, he came up to me in game and tried to settle me down when I was losing my, you know, what on the officials and in the environment, I was kind of combusting and, um, you know, I, I kinda shoot him away, uh, in a moment where he was trying to help me stay calm and lead better. And uh yeah, that that was a real moment for me and him in, in our in our relationship, uh in the way we view each other, uh, and, and in my appreciation for what it's meant to have my son on the team and uh get a little choked up. Uh, you know, he uh he's really uh you know, helped me be a better coach. Uh he's he's helped me just being on a team I've been able to spend that time with him that uh that you don't get to spend and uh you know he's uh he's a great leader for our team and and he's somebody uh if you've noticed a change in my approach in, in poise and poise and better coaching in the last year and a half um you know a lot of it's come from him telling me to calm the f down when uh and now I'm not showing him away now I'm like uh you know, we're talking a lot in the game, so it's neat, man.
0: That's beautiful, man. That's beautiful. I love that. Dan Hurley, he got that natty last year. They're still top of the latest rankings, 17-2 and overall, 7-1 in Big East play. And joining us once again, Dan, like I said, I'm always fired up for our conversation. It always leaves me fired up. Great to talk to you. Thanks for making time for us once again, and I really appreciate you, Dan
1: no doubt and it's a it's an honor to come on here man i've been a fan my whole life for you Romy, and uh and uh, hopefully we're talking in in march and april
0: i would love to dan hurley joining us much respect coach much respect appreciate the friendship too dan hurley joining us that's our number one we are coming right back your thoughts on another great conversation with him when we come back